Hey guys. Hey, welcome to another episode of Pretty Social Podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just thought, like, as we're sitting here doing this, I like I don't know if you guys like noticed. I just noticed this. But this is what I do every this is not a part of the plan. This just came to mind. I usually go, hey guys. Or I go, hey guys, and then I go like this. <laughs> I think I do that on almost every episode. Really? That's, hey guys. I had to go back and watch, but I feel like I always go, hey guys, and then I go like this. Okay, we're going to make a compilation <laughs> if that's true. I swear I do. That is so funny. And, or if not, that was like extreme deja vu when I just did that. Like, it just hit me like, whoa, I've been here you before. probably just did it on like the last video that we recorded five Maybe. Ago. I don't know. I'm going to go back and look at that though. Um, so... Welcome back to Pretty Little Podcast. That was different. Um, since we're doing something different, make sure you subscribe. Yes. Make sure you follow. Make sure you like and share comments. Share, share, um, share. But anyways, we're back here for another episode. And today we're going to talk about um, like expectations and pressures that society puts on people. And, you know, kind of compare that to, is that even the stuff that we want in our own lives? Like what society says you should be doing or where you should be at in life? Is that even what we want? Does that even line up with our own morals and values? And how does those pressures affect us in our own personal life? Yeah. I feel like... So this, we don't have to try to compress because I feel like this can go so many different ways because when you think about society's expectations on people, it looks so different based on your gender, Mm -hmm. based on your race, based on your socioeconomic status. Like, you don't just fit one box of society. Like, if you are a woman, you're expected to be this. If you're a man, you're expected to be this. If you are a white woman or a black woman or an Asian woman, you're expected to be this, and vice versa for men. Um, If you're straight, you're expected to be this. If you're gay, you're expected... It's like, there's all these expectations, and it's like, I can't. I can't conform, nor do I want to conform, but sometimes I will fall into feeling the pressure of... Should I be doing that? Should yeah. I be doing something different? Should I actually be wanting what society tells me I should yeah. be wanting? Yeah, <laughs> and it, it's so hard because when you ask the question, is this even what I want? It is so hard to decipher at some point, like, mm-hmm. what's the difference between what I really want and what society says I'm supposed to have? That's like, it's true. so hard to even decipher now. Sometimes that's why you have to take a step back mm-hmm. from everything and, 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 and just think. You know, and not be so clouded by what everybody is doing, what everybody has going on. That's why I always say, like, 2020, although it was obviously a horrible year, so many horrible things happened, so many people passed away. I lost my mom in 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, It was such a year of clarity for me Mm -hmm. to just be able to step back. I was doing so many things because of pressure. My anxiety was Mm -hmm. so high because I was doing what I was told to do, what I thought I was supposed to do, and I wasn't fulfilled. I just was... Like, being pushed and pulled mm-hmm. around in, like, 2020 when everything got shut down and I wasn't allowed to leave. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It was the best. And I was pregnant. So, I was, like, yeah, had a had every compromised to... immune system. <laughs> like, I cannot. Like, I cannot put the baby at risk. Right. I will just FaceTime you guys. Right. Like, whatever. Oh, it was the best. <laughs> for somebody like me. Yeah. And I feel bad because there's a lot of people who it was horrible for. for. Sure. Yeah. So, I, I don't take that lightly when I say it was a good yeah. year for me. I know that there was a lot of people who really struggled, mm-hmm. became very 
depressed because they had to be at home and they had to be alone. A lot of people, their only relief is work. Their only relief is school to get out and get a mental break. Um, That's not the point. The point is um, that 2020 gave me a minute to sit back and think about what's important to me. Yeah. Why am I doing all the things I'm doing? Why am I brain spread then? What is the Mm -hmm. cause of my anxiety? And it was just because of a lot of the pressures of what people expected of me. Mm -hmm. And I was able to just sit back and think about like, you know, what do you actually want? Like, what do you actually value? And so I just think it's really necessary for us to take that time and stop watching Uh, um, what everybody's doing. Um, I think let's talk about like some of the expectations. Okay. Like what is, what do you feel the expectation is for a 30 year old woman? Married, multiple kids, um, and I think so. I think this expectation, it, it's so for sure it's differed. But the other one was there was an expectation that women would be at home, mm-hmm. and obviously now with our economy, that's not as doable. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the other expectation is like you got to be like this amazing mom, this amazing wife, and you have to be like a an amazing like whatever you do for work, like. Yeah. It, it, you gotta it's kill like, it at everything. At everything. And um, I feel like, too, like you just have to have the expectations of what they say beauty is. So then you have to fall into that. And then you have... Oh, um, I know. I'm tired and, and, just thinking about and it. And not only... <laughs> Not only that, but then you have the expectations of what a woman should be personality-wise. Um, and, you know, obviously, again, everyone looks at this different, but I'm talking about the grand scheme mm-hmm. of expectations. Is like, be gentle, be meek, be quiet, don't speak up against men, you know, be very... And when I say some of these things, I'm... I could definitely go a different route, but be very submissive. And some people think submissive is like, don't have a say in anything. Um, But they take things to the full extreme that we just have to be this like super quiet, pretty thing that men look at. (laughs) It's like, if you deviate from that, it's like, oh, you must be a... One of those independent feminists, and it's like it's so because I told you that you were wrong. Yeah, <laughs> like what? The, the Barbie movie really painted Ugh. an amazing picture of Loved. like Ugh. the struggle of being a woman in today's society. Yes, because there was a whole part in there where they like talked about all yeah. of that, and like when I was listening to that, although it was an amazing like um, description of yes, the things that women face, but it was, I, I almost kind of got anxiety listening to, cause I'm like, Oh my God, this so is, much. this yeah. is so much. I got much. emotional when I heard it. And I seen a lot of women say yes. that we went into this movie thinking we going in there to laugh. And a lot of people literally left there in tears. Yes. And it was like, cause they spoke so much truth about the, just the struggle of trying to be the perfect woman. That's mm-hmm. why you break, you have to break free from it. That's why I was talking about that yeah. space. That's so important to take. And not only that, but then when you're a Christian woman <laughs> on top of that, Even and I'm sure for each person, you know, for their own religion, if you're a Muslim or whatever, like I'm sure you have your own expectations yeah. and that looks different for you. But like for what I can talk about with my own experience and you have the Christian woman who has these other expectations and then that has a lot of gray areas in there because not everything is 100% black and white outlined in the Bible in mm-hmm. every single category. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that's, you know, because things that are in our society now wasn't in the society then. Yeah. So it wasn't something to write about then. Right. So it's like, then you have all these different, like, voices of, like, you should do this. No, you shouldn't do this. You should be like this. No, you shouldn't be like this. And it's like, what do 
I do? Who am I? <laughs> Who should I be? Yeah.、Um, but then you have those expectations too, and it's just, it gets overwhelming.、Mm-hmm. It gets really overwhelming, and when you get caught up in that, you're like, Do I want this? Should I want this? Because there's some things that I don't even like. I've come into terms that I don't even know if I really want. I don't、yeah. know if it's just. Because it's the expectation, or like it's a desire, but it's not like a necessity for me, and I'll、mm-hmm. live if I don't have it. And, but then when you say that, it's like, yeah, right, you're a liar. So, like, one of them for me is like, I've talked about many times about wanting to date and wanting to be married. And I think that that has always been for sure a desire,、mm-hmm. like something that I really wanted. But as I've gotten older and as I've just been single for so long, I've just been so comfortable in where I'm at. I was actually just talking to、um, one of our friends and I had made a post like、um, basically saying, like, I, I'm cool being single, like, I'm at peace.、Yeah. And like, the guy's gonna have to really wow me. Like, I, cause if I feel like I'm gonna let you come into my peaceful life、right. and potentially disrupt it, Like, you really gotta be like on your P's and Q's.、Yeah. Like, not perfect, but you gotta be like something that I look at and I'm like, oh, you're gonna add to my life.、Right. Versus me just being like, oh, I just don't wanna be single anymore.、Right. And I think, you know, being so comfortable in that, that I'm kind of like veering away of the expectation of it. I'm kind of just like, now, like, if it happens, cool, that would be great. But also, like, I at this point don't care. Yeah. At this point, I really don't care. Like,、mm-hmm. I know that I said, like, the other day, I think you mentioned it, is I was like,、um, I just want to, like, have a farm and have a whole bunch of dogs, and I would be perfectly fine. Like, I think <laughs> I would have so much, I think I personally would have so much fulfillment if I had a big piece of land and a whole bunch of dogs, and that's my life.、Yeah. Like, I would be the dog lady. <laughs> I don't need the fulfillment of marriage, although I would desire it and I would love it. I don't feel like I need that though, but I feel like expectations from society says, yeah, no, you do need that. Yeah, like, you can't yeah, be happy with that or, happy. or without that, or you can't,、um, or there's something wrong with you, and that's why you feel that way. And then、mm. sometimes you start thinking, like, oh, dang, Man. maybe I am saying that because something's wrong with me and nobody wants me, so now I'm just trying to make up an excuse of why. <laughs> like, you were my good to all these、yeah. different things. When, I, when, when truly, when you think about it, a lot of women's desire to get married. Can be irrational. I mean, you see、mm-hmm. so many people who just desire marriage for all the wrong reasons.、Mm-hmm. And me and Darshan just had a conversation about like a lot of the reasons why people aren't happy in relationships or they can't commit to marriage is because they have an expectation of what marriage is.、Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of men, like you see them not commit or dating the same woman or women not want to settle down, it's like you see a lot of them. Constantly looking for the perfect picture of what they want. And、yeah. it's like, I don't know if something better is going to come along. Like,、yeah. everybody's just have, having a lot of false. Images of what marriage actually、mm-hmm. is.、Um, and, and, and they have like a, a, a kind of a distorted reality of、yeah. what they think marriage is.、Mm-hmm. And it's like, I wonder, like, what do y'all, some of the people, I know you have a, more of an idea because you witnessed marriage in your home, you、yeah. witnessed it with us and your friends and stuff like、mm-hmm. that. But I wonder really, like, sometimes, what do people actually think marriage is? Like, do y'all think it's just like somebody to cuddle with every night? Like, I do. Do you? I think,、yeah. I think a lot of people look at the fairy tale part of it. Yeah, they just don't want to be alone. And it's、mm-hmm. a lot of cute stuff, but it's a lot of really hard stuff.、Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that every marriage has to go through deep, dark trenches,、right. but. 
They kind of have a lot of them, and it's not always infidelity. Yeah, it's not always lying, cheating. It's all it's it's all type of things that mm-hmm. can get thrown at you. Your partner may go through a depression. Mm-hmm. You know, they may yeah. lose a family member. Y'all may lose a child. Yeah, y'all may lose a job. You know what I mean? There's so many things that can get thrown into marriage that if the bond is not true and not real, it will break you. I've yeah. seen many marriages be broken throughout the time Mm -hmm. that I've been married that just weren't strong enough to fight through and get through those things. Um, That takes me to an expectation that I want to talk about Mm -hmm. uh, when I talk about finances in marriage. I just really talked about this for the first time recently where like we've had some really bad financial struggles mm-hmm. um, throughout our marriage. When we first got married, we both, neither one of us were in a great place financially. Mm-hmm. We was making it, you know. Yeah. He was take, He was a single young guy. He mm-hmm. had enough money for him to do th- single young guy things. Yeah. Um, and I was barely making it. I had a job. I had an apartment. I had a car, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I had enough. Yeah. For me and my kid. Yeah. Um, we came together, we put our resources together, and we just didn't realize how much more we needed to raise a family yeah. and, and maintain a home and cars and everything like that. So we struggled for a lot, a long time financially, and we just didn't have a lot of the tools mm-hmm. that we needed. But I think for me, um, because of the expectation of what a husband is supposed to be and do mm-hmm. for you in your life, it made me really difficult to talk to anybody about our financial issues. Yeah. Because so many women just couldn't wait to get married so their man could save them from all their financial problems. And there's never going to be any financial problems. I even had somebody say to me, like, financial problems? Y'all got two incomes. like, And I'm like... Yeah, but if you never learn financial literacy and you, you know what I mean, you still struggle. So because of the expectation of you have a man, you got the thing that everybody wants, the end all be all. You have a husband, like you made it. Yeah. Like you got the dream that all my money problems and everything were supposed to go away. And it was like, I can't talk about that because it makes him look bad as a man. Like, I don't want to ask anybody for help because they're going to be looking at my husband like... Why ain't you? It's you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, it's ridiculous. Cause like everybody goes through struggles and that is just another picture of what marriage is supposed to look yeah. like. People think that being married means no more financial issues. It means all these things. That's why many marriages break up is because of financial problems. Yeah. And you go into the marriage thinking that that's all going to be solved mm-hmm. and you're not prepared. So eventually, you know, we've gotten a lot better coming from where we started um but yeah that's still just always been something that is just really hard for me to open up about because of that expectation where if I was a single girl Mm -hmm. I think I wouldn't have a problem saying like hey I'm struggling like can I get some help Mm -hmm. like help me out (laughs) you know but now I rather just suffer in silence before telling somebody that you know it's bad, like, I'm struggling here, you know, right. or whatever the case may be because it's not just a reflection of me anymore yeah. and I feel like it's a judgment on my husband. For sure. It's a judgment on my marriage, my household, everything like that, and that is just expectations. It is because, you know, obviously, you know, we can't talk too much about men because we're not, um, but that is a known, like, expectation society puts on men is, like, you are the provider. Yeah. You are going to make things happen and you're going to provide for your household and if you don't provide for your household, like what are you doing and that's a I can't imagine well I can to a degree if you're like a single parent and you have to like do it yourself but Mm -hmm. like as a man to have the pressure of like I have to provide and you could be in 
the economy we're in now. <laughs> and you could have lost your job and now you mm-hmm. have this pressure and you feel I, I could only imagine potentially feeling less than and not being masculine enough um, because you didn't check off the box that society yeah. says where it's like there is wiggle room to not, you know, be that. Like yeah. <laughs> there's room for you yeah. to not have to always be on it. Like yeah. that's just life. We can't always be on everything. Mm-hmm. Like even when you're talking about marriage and, you know, people had this like, um, preconceived notion that it's just going to be perfect, beautiful fairy tale, and you're going to find the person you love, and it's going to be your best friend, and it's going to be great days every day. And I think mm-hmm. that's wonderful if you can make that the bulk of your marriage. But if you're intending on being married to someone for your whole life, and let's say you get married in your 20s and 30s, you're going to be married if you live to be 80 to that same person for 40, 50 plus years. Like, mm-hmm. are you telling me that in reality you don't think that in 40, 50 years that you guys aren't going to have some, like, really hard valley experiences? Yeah. And it's, like, just coming into terms with reality. And, I, and one of the issues with many things, but let's talk about relationships in this since that's where we're at, is social media. Because I think social media, everyone posts up the beautiful family pictures and the beautiful pictures of the kids and everyone's so happy and everyone's smiling and they're making the reels of like, we're going on vacation (laughs) or we just bought a house or just whatever, you know, whatever whatever they're putting on there. And it's this like happy, exciting, like beautiful moment. And then they turn off the cameras and they're like, okay, bye. Yeah. Don't care. Like, don't talk to me. Yeah. Kids back running around screaming, mm-hmm. like, you're going to pull your hair out. And it's like, it's back to reality. And I'm not saying that's everyone, but that is a common reality. Is like, you push everything and all the mess to the side just to smile for the whole world. So now the whole world thinks, oh, this is what a healthy yeah. relationship looks like. And yeah. it's like, ah, no, Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I, I, it just reminded me of uh, this girl, I don't remember her name, a TikToker. Mm-hmm. Um, she was viral. She was white and she had a biracial daughter. Mm-hmm. And she would record herself doing her hair in the morning and they would mm-hmm. do um, affirmations together. And she got so much praise for it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, we love this. You're teaching her to embrace her beautiful black self and her curls. And you're learning how to do her hair. And just so much praise that I got my own thoughts about that. Where mm-hmm. it's like... You know, a lot of people do their kid hair every day. Like, I just, just calm down. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. whatever. So, but because she was white, she just got so much praise for mm-hmm. having this mixed daughter with curly hair and doing her hair every morning and doing affirmations with her. Uh, eventually, down the line, like, um, sh- there started, some videos came out that, I don't know if her husband put them out there or what, um, of her, like, forcing her daughter to do these videos and her literally, mm-hmm. like, crying, like, please, I don't, I'm tired. Like, she would literally... Yeah jump and cry as though she knew she would get hit if she didn't get in that bathroom so we can do these videos because this is how mommy makes her money now because I get paid by TikTok and it's like Mm. man like y'all we just really don't know what's going on behind the camera because you gotta think these people are not just doing this because they want to present their highlight reel this is their income now at this point at this point you're getting your money mm -hmm, they got all these brand deals and they have to keep these videos going Mm -hmm. and they gonna do what they gotta do to make sure these videos get posted yeah. even if the kids don't want to participate mm-hmm. the husband hates it you mm-hmm. know so it's like it's the image mm-hmm. it's all about the image i think that's with all expectations it doesn't matter if you're 
like in again the grand scheme of expectations from society um when it comes to where you should supposed to be at in life it doesn't matter if you're truly happy in that but if you're in it good job like you could be mm-hmm. a phd graduate and society is like yes you're killing it and you could be extremely unhappy in that career you could be married yeah. and extremely unhappy in that you could be a parent and possibly regret the fact of you having kids um it could be you know so many different things and you could have the big house the car and everything and hate it because you just want something small and 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 cozy and now you have this big but it's you got it yeah it doesn't matter how you feel about it as long Mm -hmm. as you have it and that's the part that bothers me because it's like i don't necessarily want those things Mm -hmm. i don't want those things but i i I don't want to say i feel bad but i i I second guess it and it's like why why do we second guess our own intuition Mm. like why do we second guess what our heart and our mind is telling us. That's crazy. That's not crazy. Like, you know what you want. And sometimes it's not even just society. Sometimes what's even bigger than society is, like, family and friends. Because they're your close circle. Mm-hmm. They're the people who see you all the time. And oftentimes their influence is even stronger than mm-hmm. what society says. So it could be, like... I want to move away. And family's like, no, you can't move away. We all live here. We've always lived here. You have to stay here. This isn't that. And and it's like, okay, I guess, you know, that's my family says I should do this, what I should do. And it's like, but that's not what your heart says. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. And and it's like, I think about, I think like home ownership is a thing you could throw in there that you should have by your 30s, maybe. Yeah. they they trying to act like you should have that by twenty five. No, seriously, seriously, they're be like, like, what? You're a millennial and you don't have a house. I hear that all the time on social media, and there's a lot of millennials like, yeah, we don't have houses. Like, it's normal, like, it's bro. Normal. And, like, then, and then then it's like a twenty one year old like, well, I've had three houses already, and it's like, okay, well, congratulations, weirdo. You're definitely <laughs> no, seriously, like congratulations, weirdo. Like we're not in the one percent like you and your family. Like, yeah, we're and normal a lot people. of people, I promise you. And I'm talking about firsthand experiences. Mm -hmm. A lot of the people who I know personally who have all the things that we're supposed to have are not happy people. Not happy people. Like, you, (laughs) y'all literally broke y'all neck from the time you turned 18 and graduated high school to get this degree, that degree, this degree, buy this house, buy that house, travel the world, do this, do that. Mm -hmm. And then y'all be literally... Not me speculating, depressed, yes, unhappy marriages, yes, and I'm like, I will take this life right here. I will take what I have <laughs> every over day. all of that, yeah, over all of that. Because for me, it's more so, how do I feel? Mm-hmm. Because you can have all that stuff mm-hmm. and not be happy, yeah, and you can have very less for a lot less than that. And find a way to be content in it. And that's that's kind of where I'm at now is like, um, and, and I've said this before on episodes, I'm very honest with God and I'll tell him like, God, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of waiting. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just say it to that God. I'm like, I'm tired of waiting. Like I've been praying for this over and over. I've been praying for this for years. Like, am I doing something wrong? Like, am I not like hearing you clearly enough? Like I just need to know cause I'm not happy in this, but I'm trying my hardest to be content. Mm-hmm. I'm trying my hardest to be thankful. But I just be like, I, I just, I need this to change. And I'll mm-hmm. tell him that. But I've also found a way to be like, you know what? Although this is not my ideal um, 
life or the are there certain aspects of my life that aren't ideal or where I would have imagined my life I was just thinking like the other day like if someone would have told me that this is what my life was going to be back when I was like 21 I would have been like yeah no no I'm not gonna sign up for that no absolutely not um but now that I'm in it, I'm like, well, one, it's not bad like at all. I'm, I'm very blessed. But it's just I don't have what society says I should have right now. Yeah. I, I'm not married. I don't have multiple kids. I don't have, like, a successful, like, business or even career. Like, my career is just a very normal career. Um, I don't own a house. Like, I, I, there's a lot that I don't check off as a 35-year-old woman. And I'm okay with that now. Yeah. I'm actually okay with that. Because yeah. I'm like... You're not going to put me in a box. Yeah. And, and it and will happen when it happens. It if happens it ever does. It and it's normal, too. If you look around it's you. extremely normal. That, like, that's one thing that I'm learning so much, too, is, like, deal with the reality that is your reality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Literally look at the people you know. Stop looking at social media. Yeah. You know, I probably have some 500, almost 500 followers, probably follow almost 500 people. Mm-hmm. I don't know 500 people that I deal with in my real life. No. So, of course, that's going to overtake. You know what I mean? You get on social media and you see all these people doing all these things. But if you look at real life, mm-hmm. and I literally look at all the women I know that are my age mm-hmm. and how many of them are traveling the world and own homes and have all these things and, you One. know. <laughs> right? And it's like, One. if you literally think about it, it's like we all in the same struggle. If you think about real life, yeah. and I'm like, dang, that is so crazy. Like, where is this pressure coming from? It's just I think not real. It's not. I think it's media. I also think a lot of this stuff is very um, outdated mm-hmm. uh, expectations um, because society has changed so much yeah. in just the last few decades, but there was a time where um, it was very normal to get married at 18. It was very yeah. normal to have multiple kids by 21 and to have home ownership and to retire from the same job that you worked at all your life at 60-something. Um, there was just a, even, and that's not to say obviously it wasn't everyone, but that was a very normal lifestyle mm-hmm. for so many people. I don't know, maybe it was at the boomers or I don't know what generation that was in. I'm sure many generations before that. But it was very normal. That's how life was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. You were supposed to go to college. You were supposed to graduate. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. And people followed that to a T. Like the masses did. Mm -hmm. So now we are in a a time where um, you have a lot of single parent households. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of... um, uh, people who didn't go to college mm-hmm. and who do their own thing. You have people who decide that they don't want to be um, a homeowner or they can't own homes and they rent. I mean, you have so many different lifestyles. You have, you know, same-sex marriages. You have people who adopt kids versus having their own I mean, it's just so much mm-hmm. that's different. And I think that society is still trying to put us in this box of this is what you're supposed to be because it's how it's always been. And you can't deviate from it. So when you're not doing that, it's like, oh... Something's wrong with millennials. I always I always read like articles of like what's going on with millennials. Yeah. There's more and more thirty old thirty year old women not getting married. There's more and more thirty year old bachelors. There's more and more people not owning homes and it's like 
that's because that's just not our life right now. Yeah. That's not our generation right now. Yeah. And times are always <laughs> changing. Like, when I watch Sex in the City, it's so funny to me how, like, when they talk about, because this came out in the 90s, the mm-hmm. mid-90s, mm-hmm. and it's so interesting to me how they talk about, like, the way the world is changing now, all these <laughs> new things, and I'm just like, dang, that's so old. Like, mm-hmm. that started when I was five or six. I was born into that, so that was just normal. Yeah. Um, and it's like, now we're saying the same thing. I'm like, people have... I'm sure been saying that since the 30s. Like, this world is changing. They got telephones now. And what is going on? Like, you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, the world is always changing. So it's Mm -hmm. like, why are we constantly looking at it like it's a bad thing? Or like there's some sort of expectation for us to try and stick to, stick to, stick to. But when we need to just embrace the new normals, you know, we need to embrace change. We need to embrace what's coming up and stop beating women down because they don't have a man. They don't have a man. Like God brought me into this world by myself. So why is everybody looking at me crazy? Cause I haven't attached myself to somebody by a certain time or at all. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, Cause like like, I'll see the whole, um, it was Tia that got divorced, mm -hmm. right? Cause Tamara's married. Mm -hmm. Um, and there was a, I think I just seen her do a post and it was reposted on like a blogging site and she had went on vacation, um, by herself, like a solo vacation. And, um, you know, all these people, men and women, unfortunately, but were in there like, girl, go back to your husband. Ain't nobody out here. And it's like, well, if they got a divorce, clearly they couldn't reconcile their differences. And I'm not yeah. saying that people who, there, there have been stories of people get divorced and they reconcile like years later and they get remarried. Um, that's not, un- it's, it's, it's uncommon. Mm-hmm. Um, but it happens. But like, you're telling me that this marriage that fell apart, obviously both had to have had some sort of issue on either side. And now you're telling her just go back because it ain't good out here. And it's like, what? why can't she just? <laughs> that sounds why? That's not first off. That sounds psychotic. Like just, just go back so and bad. just deal with it because why not? But it's like if she's true, and I don't know, I don't know her obviously, but if she's truly at peace and like going on trips by herself and learning to love herself and maybe even learning to learn herself, because I think she got married young too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's they were like, married for a long time. Yeah, they were married for a long time, and I think she was very young. So it was like you know when you go through such a major life change, I would only assume that you would want to learn who you are. Mm -hmm. Who am I? You know, because sometimes you can attach your identity, especially if you're married or if you have children, to that thing. Mm -hmm. I attach my identity now to a, as a wife or a mother. So now I am this. And then when you lose that, you have to learn, wait, no, that's not who I am. It's just a part of my life. So let me learn who I am. But everyone was like, no, just go back. Just go back. Just deal with it. Just And it's like, it's just so crazy that that's the pressure that we have. It's yeah. like, no, don't worry about what you really want in life. Don't worry about really being happy. Just do this. Yeah. Because we know better than you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you don't know better than me. I am my own human being. And God has placed his own calling on my life. And like, I don't. Not, not that there isn't purpose in it, because there is, but I don't necessarily, for me personally, feel like my purpose is tied to just being a role, like just being a wife or yeah, just no. being a mother yeah. or just finding, you know, fulfillment in work. Like my purpose is so much deeper than that. That's for me. Yeah. I can only say that for me. My purpose is so much deeper. And although I can find purpose in those things and my grand scheme of purpose can trickle into those areas those don't define who i am no. at all it, do- it doesn't have to impact it it makes me think about um 
you know the rapper Ace Hood. He from back, back, back in yeah. the day. He not relevant now musically at least. Um, but his wife, he has a very beautiful wife, very curvy, always posts like sexy pictures. When she got married, she got a lot of backlash because she continued to dress that way. And, and she was like, what? And it was like, you're somebody's wife now. Like, you need to stop dressing like that. And I'm like, y'all need to shut up. Like, That's it crazy. is ridiculous. Now, because I'm a wife, I can't have a sexy side anymore. I can't post anymore. Like... No, that's ridiculous because I'm not doing it for anyone. And obviously, he didn't have a problem with it when he met her. So it's like we get put into these boxes and expectations of what a mom is supposed to look like. How are you supposed to carry yourself? How are you supposed to act as a mom? How are you supposed to act as a wife? And it's just like... And the expectations of like not just being a mom and wife, like or yeah, just being a mom and wife, you think of even when you hear different voices, like different opinions from different groups of people... It looks different. Like, some people think that, you know, being a good wife means you're not working and you're staying at home. Like, some people mm. think that that's, mm-hmm, like, what mm-hmm. is considered a yeah. good wife. Some they people get a lot think, of flack for working every yeah. day. Or some people think that, um, you know, to be a good wife is to also, you know, be a good worker and bring in extra income. And, yeah. you know, some people think that, a good mom is homeschooling her kids and baking cookies and, you know, doing that kind of stuff. Or, yeah, like, it's... It, it, the expectation is sometimes vague. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it's it's almost like you just know that this is what you're supposed to do. But it's not even 100%, like, black yeah. and white for everything. Yeah. So that makes a lot of confusion. That's why it's, like, we were talking about earlier, just trusting yourself and your own intuition and what you feel is yeah. right. Obviously, you know, take consideration, you know, the valuable opinions that people can give you, especially if they've lived through what you're going through now. Mm-hmm. Um, they can they can give you a lot of good advice, but ultimately it's your life and it's your decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other expectations, I feel like especially when you get to like 30s and you get older like 20s you have a lot of leeway and a lot of different things but once you get to like your 30s you're it's almost like okay you're you're actually in a real adult now (laughs) have your life together Mm -hmm. um and I think one of the expectations is like looking or or and I want to say this right because I think it's proper to prepare for the future i think it's important to mm-hmm. but i think there's an expectation that you're supposed to have a b c d like you you need to have a solid like 401k ira you need to be this 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 and that and yeah. it kind of goes in with the financial part but it's like i'll be honest like i have a very good personal savings account i have a horrible 401k mm. horrible mm-hmm. and that's because my first job when i was um in college back in my 20s didn't have 401k option Mm. it had and i was there for five years so i didn't have i worked for five years without no 401k Mm -hmm. then the job that i'm at now um before we were bought out by the company i'm with um it was a different company and they didn't have a 401k for and i was there i started there in 2013 they didn't have a 401k and we were bought out in 2016. Mm -hmm. so i didn't get an option 
my first option to ever have a 401k was in 2016. Mm. And the 401k didn't match. It was a horrible like it's horrible I think it's a little different now but I don't even have it there anymore because it was so horrible and we were just bought out again by another company recently so it's changed but I don't think it's changed that much yeah so in the grand I keep saying grand scheme why do I keep saying in the grand that? scheme of things that's like the word it of the day fits. there you go that's the word of the day we're gonna pop it up on right. here <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying that such a weird choice of wording for me (laughs) but I guess it fits Mm -hmm. um but yeah like and and a part of me is like should I be concerned like I have a very good personal savings account so I'm like I'm good Mm -hmm. but I also I'm like well dang you know I want to be able to retire and retire comfortably so do I need to like really be so it's like also a pressure of like well you because I did I made the mistake of like googling at age 35 how much and I'm like what (laughs) what I don't even have anything close to that like how much you should have I'm so scared to look at that oh my god I'm like okay so god you're just gonna have to bless me with some money because I don't think I'm gonna make this in the next so many years yeah and 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 speaking over all one K, I I don't know if mine's is good or not. Actually, I've never Googled it, but yeah. now I want to. I actually just checked mine the other day, which is so random because I don't ever look at it. So yeah. that's like my thing with four hundred one K. It's like I do not ever look at it. I don't even know for the longest. I don't even know how much they've taken out. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Um. And I probably checked it like three times in all the almost six years that I've been at my job. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I have to always like make new passwords and stuff because I just don't check it. And I'm <laughs> right. like, that is like, I guess, something that I should be on top of and managing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, man, it's so crazy because people have these expectations, but they don't know like, like who taught us this? Like we, we mm-hmm. you're just supposed to grow up and know, you yeah. know, some people have parents who have money meetings with them sure. and mm-hmm. taught them all this stuff. And you should be thinking about literally nobody ever talked to me about a 401k yeah. until I was probably like 25 years old. Yeah. Um, don't know too much about it. Don't really mm-hmm. fully understand a lot of those things. One thing too is that I don't, I don't, I have a lot more understanding now. I actually took a course on home ownership, so mm-hmm. that helped me a lot. But for a long time, I was super illiterate. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't understand how any of it worked, and yeah. I'm just like, you know, you just have all these expectations of where you're supposed to be. But I, I just feel like the world is not kind when it comes to these things. Like it's, yeah. it is important to, you know, like I said on the last episode, know your amendments and yeah. know, you know, about you know, the issues in the world and to know about your 401k and to know about homeownership. It is important, but we got to find a new way to like introduce these things, talk to people about these things, provide resources, Mm -hmm. make it plain and simple to understand and understand that everybody doesn't know and don't just look at people and judge them because they don't. Yeah, because honestly, I feel like this stuff, because there's a lot of parents um, or grandparents, whoever's raising kids, um, who don't know. There's a lot that don't know, so they can't teach them because mm-hmm. they don't know themselves. So I was like, I feel like these types of things, um, because they are important. They mm-hmm. are. Um, I, and although I'm not where I need to be at society-wise, <laughs> <laughs> it's an important thing. And I feel like if we're taught these things in school at a younger age, I'm not talking about like learning this stuff at college age. Um, I'm talking about learning this stuff at like ninth grade mm-hmm. and learning like... Like, when I accepted the jobs that I was at, um, I was young. I was in my early, like, my I started working at the group home when I was 
um, younger at like 18, 19. And then I got my other job when I was in like my early 20s. So I was like, I wasn't so much thinking about stuff exactly. like that. I was really just thinking like, I'm a single mom. I need to make money right. and this is paying me well. So I'm going to stay here. But if I knew, really, really understood the importance, I probably would have looked for a job that could have paid me similarly, but I had a good 401k. So I could have been building that, but I just didn't think about it. Yeah. I needed to survive now. What 18 I needed are. to Yeah, I need to make the money now. I need to be able to provide now so I can pay my bills and, you know, take care of my kid and save money. So I'm, you know, I'm good. I wasn't thinking about when I'm 60-something years old. But now yeah. that I'm older and I'm like, ah, dang, you know, I really do need to think about that. And, you know, there are times where I, I'm hard about myself on that. Like, yeah. dang it, like, okay, now you need to find a job that has a good 401k. You got to really start, like, putting money into it and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't want to put so much pressure on myself because i I'm I just believe I'm taken care of no matter what. Like, God takes care of me, mm-hmm. and I'm smart with money. Like, I'm not going to be worried about that. Um, but there's a part of me that's like, hmm, did you fail? Did you fail? Mm. Like, you, you, you've already started failing early. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> like, just slow roll it, you know. Right. You're already, you, you've already failed, oh so, like, God. what's the point now? <laughs> oh, my deal. God. I think that, too, sometimes. Yeah. You know, I think about how, like, I always wanted to have my kids grow up in a home, and I look at Maddie and how she's 11 now, mm-hmm. and I beat myself up like, dang, you let her turn 11. She's almost grown, and you never bought a house for her to live in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think about like that's I, I literally just last night I think um was laying down and the kids were running around the house playing and I'm like, they love this house. Yeah. Like they're so and comfortable and so happy. No, I don't I don't think all they really care about is when are we gonna get our own room, whether we rent our yeah, own. Yeah, right. Um but I'm like, they love this house. It's like I think about how like I had this plan in my head that by the, I'm going to be out of Ohio by the time Maddie's five. Like, that was... <laughs> I had, like, ten plans like that. <laughs> and they're 16 now. <laughs> Man. Oh, my God. Sometimes I wonder, like, if we were able to get a glimpse of our life, like, at 18, 19, 20, if we got a glimpse, a picture of what life would be mm-hmm. right now. Nope. Wouldn't do it. Yeah. Would you... You wouldn't take the glimpse? I would be like, God, nope. I can't. But it's so funny because then when you're, cause literally me and my dad were just talking about this, like mm-hmm. this exact thing. I thought about this the other day, but me and my dad, maybe a couple months ago, were talking about this. And my dad's like, our life, like our, my inter- immediate family's life is so different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, if I was young and God showed me this, I probably would have told him no too. Mm-hmm. And, but then he's like, but as I've lived through it, yes, there's been struggles, but there's also fulfillment in it. Man. And it's just normal. And it's you, just normal life. It's normal life. Because can you imagine? I feel like this is really scary. Yeah. If you did get a glimpse and you was like, nah, I'm cool. And you got to choose your path. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's just so scary. Yeah. Because I think it would never turn out the way we pictured it, would, it, it nev- or we wanted it. Life never it. does. Life yeah, never it never out. will. And if you had the opportunity to be like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go here because that way I'll meet my husband or this yeah. way I'll be rich. Or, you know, I just feel like it would just turn out so bad. So it's like, yeah. you know, just taking what you have and knowing. And it's like when you talked about, you know, if you had known, you would have picked a better job mm-hmm. with a better 401k and stuff like that. But it's like, I don't I don't know any. I'm going to yeah. just flat out say, I don't know anybody at 18 that was thinking about a 401k. Yeah. Um, and so... It seems as though the norm, which is my norm, 
is that when you get to your mid to late 20s, early 30s is when you start thinking about retirement and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Most people that I know have started thinking about that stuff now that they're older Mm -hmm. and they're grown. We just wasn't, we was literally thinking about what we was going to wear to the club at 18. (laughs) Like, I just got an ID. Like, right. I can go buy, you know, whatever, some yeah. swishers or something like. Yeah. Um, we wasn't thinking about that. So it is very normal that just now people are starting to. And if you were able, you were thinking about that at 18, 19 and you're set up, that's awesome. That's awesome, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, but you're, but you are the minority. Yeah, it's for just sure. The facts. Yeah. <sighs> I'm trying to think, what's another expectation? I mean, there's so many. I'm trying to think of just for women only, obviously, because we can only speak from our own experience. It's hard to say, because I could definitely say things that men deal with, but I think it's kind of unfair to speak for men. I don't want to be that type of person (laughs) that does that. I don't know. I know last episode we talked about, I don't really want to go into this episode, but last episode we talked about, like, the expectations of, like, physical appearance for women. And Mm -hmm. um, we know that that's a huge thing and that's constantly changing. And that can sometimes feel, that can sometimes feel, like, way more pressure than, like, some of the other more serious things in life. I think there's an expectation nowadays that, and this is a weird expectation. I don't, and I don't even know if this is, like, a normal expectation. I think it's more of just, like, mainstream, Mm -hmm. but that, like, you're supposed to be, like, an entrepreneur. Like, you have to be... People don't even know how to spell entrepreneur. (laughs) Yeah. Please, (laughs) if you can spell that for me, then tell me something. Right. I'm one of those people, I'm trying to think how you spell don't ask me on the spot it's too many vowels (laughs) too many it's like onomatopoeia I don't know (laughs) I don't know give me a paper and pen I'll write it down then I'll be able to spell it there you go that's how I am for math I can't do math in my head but give me a paper and pen I'll write it out (laughs) Um, but I think that's one of the things nowadays I think it's like if you're an influencer or if you're an entrepreneur You've made it. So it's like one from the extreme of like being at work for, you know, 50 years. Yeah. To, then you made it when you got a good yes. corporate job back and in the day. And you've been there forever and you retire there. But now it's like, no, if you out here making you money on, on online and I'm, yeah, I, I'm my own um, businessman, businesswoman. Like I take, it's like. There's, like, almost an expectation of that. And, like, sometimes it feels weird for me when I'm around people like that. Like, I think it's wonderful if you are that and you, you know, love it and you do well at it. But there's been situations where I've been in in circles where people are like, oh, yeah, I own this, I own this, I own this. And I'm like, yeah, I've been a dental assistant at my job for 10 years. (laughs) And it's like, it kind of makes me, in a sense, feel kind of, I don't want to say bad, but like, oh, well, huh. I feel that way too all the time about my job, but I'm not going to go into my job because I don't want to forget the other okay, expectation yes. I want to bring up, which I for sure feel like this could be a whole episode and it probably okay. will be. Um, and this was more so, I think, for married women, but sex. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh. I just recently, because I've been going through a lot of stuff. I feel like I keep saying I recently went through this. I recently <laughs> had this conversation, but I recently just did. Yeah. I feel like there's so much pressure on married women when it comes to sex and the expectation of you got to keep it hot. You got to keep it fresh. You got to be ready. You got to give it up whenever he wanted. You got to mm-hmm. be a freak. You got to be doing it three, four, five times a day. You got to be giving him head. You got to be, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's just, it's all these expectations where it's like, 
to the point where whenever I do have a time where I have a couple days where I'm just like done, I'm tired, mm-hmm. I just have guilt. Like mm-hmm. I'm really, I'm flooded with guilt because it's yeah. like, oh, if you're not giving it to him, he gonna get it from somewhere. Like you hear mm-hmm. that type of stuff all the time. And yes. it's like, it's a lot of pressure that I, I, I literally just admitted that I have sometimes a couple days, maybe like three, maybe even four mm-hmm. days in a row where I just don't want to have sex. Mm-hmm. And it's not anything wrong. It's nothing you did. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'm not attracted to you anymore. It's not anything like that. But I feel so bad. Like, you are not fulfilling your wifely duties mm-hmm. if you do not wow. give it up at any time. And if you dare go two days, it's like, okay, whatever. Three days, What's going on? Like, yeah. four days is, like, insanity. Like, now we having marital issues. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, yeah. I don't like that feeling. I want to feel like it's okay if mm-hmm. I don't want to in a couple of days. You know, and I'm like, it's not just, like, pressure for my husband. Because I don't think he puts a lot of pressure on me. I mm-hmm. think that he is like, dang, what's going on? Like, it's been three, four mm-hmm. days, you know. Yeah. Um, but the the... The wifely duty thing. Yeah. It's like you hear all this stuff. And I've had conversations with women about sex. And I've been judged if it's like, oh, you don't give head this much or that much. You should be Girl, doing this stop. and that. Like, you know how many women I know that said they go months without sex? Yeah. Literally. There be women that I talk to that, like, I can't tell you the last time I had sex with my husband. And I'm okay with that. And I'm like. I can't imagine that. What? I, women, and I'm not saying that this is a common thing. Um, because I don't know, I don't talk to like a crazy amount of women, but I have talked to more women who don't want sex as much mm-hmm. as their male counterparts do. Yeah. So that's not like if someone's telling you that like that's uncommon, like it's not. Yeah. They're probably People just saying that just front. yeah, they're just saying that to make it seem like they just some freak and they and do it's, all the time. It's, I've never heard it from a married woman, I'll tell you that. But okay. it's single women normally that are oh, like, well, That's because we're what? freaking fiends or crack just addicts and we just want to have sex. <laughs> well, I can't say everyone. So I think some single women just go out and have sex. and They still just have, sit. yeah. But for someone like me, I'm like, when you're saying that, I'm like, <laughs> you what? always are like I'm, I'm having like, sex every calculations time like what's the last time I've had sex man it's been a long time <laughs> oh man yeah but so I is, think it's a shock factor to someone like yeah what? and it is it, yeah and it is it is like that pressure too from single women mm-hmm. and I'm not yeah. I'm gonna exclude you out of that because yeah. I don't feel like you've ever done anything like that mm-hmm. um or not even that you haven't, but you've never done anything intentionally because you mm-hmm. do have a lot of women who are single who are like, shoot, if it was me, if I was married, I'd be doing uh. it every day. I'd be da 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 And you're just looking at how you not in the mood and it's all these single women out here that's willing to boom, 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 boom. And yeah. it's like, you feel that pressure. You start uh, to yeah, feel I like, is he going to turn his head? Because yeah. th- these girls all are like, I'm, I'm listen, I'm over here ready. I'm ready. Your wife <laughs> laying over there and she don't want it, but I want it every mm. single day. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, just stuff that's irrational. Yeah, for sure. Irrational. And I told my husband this recently, like, oh, Monty just Monty, came in. Get out of here. Hi, Monty. Y'all can't see <laughs> no, him. Can't. And he came right up to me. He's a big baby. <laughs> Hi, cutie pie. Okay. You don't got your toy? Okay. Okay. You're taking us off track. Go. Bye, Monty. Uh uh. Uh uh. Lay down. Down. Good boy. Okay. (laughs) He's like, I don't want to. Okay. Um. Anyway, (laughs) but I just recently opened up to my husband about it and told him, like, you know, 
I because I, I feel like I am a sexual person. I yeah. am not the wife at all who is going months without sex. Mm-hmm. I'm not going weeks without sex. Yeah. Like I'm just You just not, need a few days. I just need a couple <laughs> days because sometimes I'll get into the mode where it's just like so much is going on and I'm dead tired. Like I can't even think straight and I'm falling asleep but I'm laying there feeling horrible mm. because I'm going to sleep and I'm like I just realized, like, I don't want to feel like that. If no. I'm tired for a couple of days, I want, I don't want to feel guilty. And so I have to take mm-hmm. that pressure off myself, but I also want to communicate that with him. Yes. So he doesn't feel like, you know, what's going on with her? Is mm-hmm. she not attracted to me? Is it like, what's up? Like, why yeah. are you? So I just want you to know. It's about communication. Like, yes. I just want you to know nothing's wrong. Nothing yes. is wrong. So, you know, that is just another pressure that I think that come for women in marriage is like mm-hmm. you supposed to be on yeah. all the time, you know? And I think that's like how you said, as long as you're communicating with your partner and they're clear on what's going on, mm-hmm. I think that's also good to have. I mean, obviously, especially if you're married, you you plan on being married. I think most people don't plan on getting divorced. They plan on being married yeah. forever. So um, I think it's important to have those conversations early on about what your thought, like what is your expectation coming into this marriage when it comes to certain things, mm-hmm. sex being yeah, one. Yeah, that's it. And obviously that can change a lot, especially if you're with someone for that long of a time. Mm-hmm. That can change. Mm-hmm. There are going to be seasons where you might want it more or less. But I think mm-hmm. if you're as long as you're constantly communicating, like, hey, I love you. I find you extremely attractive. Right now I'm going through something where I'm just going to need a few days here and there. And, you know, if you're kind of wondering i'm open for you to come and ask me about it it may just be i'm really um mentally drained i'm really tired and maybe that i'm not just feeling that well and and as long as you're i think as long as you're being having healthy open conversations Mm -hmm. that that's going to be received well yes especially for a person who loves you and truly wants you and is in a marriage in a relationship with you because they want you then there isn't too much in my mind, I wouldn't be so concerned of like, oh, are they going to look another way? If they, mm-hmm. if they, if they're in my mind, if they're looking another way because it's been three days, <laughs> and then you have some issues and you need For to go sure. to therapy at that yeah. point. Like, you, and then, I, and then, like, seriously, there are some people that are like that. There are yeah. some people who have some seriously deep rooted issues that's way bigger than mm-hmm. just sex and. They um, need therapy for that because yeah. that's not normal. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not normal to have um, a desire for it, but when it's to the point where you're willing to turn away from your relationship to get it from someone else because you're just not getting it there and it's mm-hmm. only been a couple of days, like there's definitely something deeper in that. Yeah. Um, but that is that that's not even something I really even thought about. But yeah, mm-hmm. that is an expectation. I can't imagine how hard that is to have yeah. and to feel like I already have A, B, C, D, E on my plate and now there's an expectation I have to do this and then I can't imagine, which I'm sure many people do, but just doing it mm-hmm. just because Oh yeah. Just because cause yeah. in my mind I'm like, I can't imagine just doing it just because because it's like I don't feel like I would be into it. Yeah. You're just yeah. like, okay. Have at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's not enjoyable. I don't think on either side. Mm-mm. I don't think it's kind of like, well, what, what are we doing here? Exactly. Like, I'd rather even not. I'd rather not. I'd do rather this. not if you're not interested. Yes. Yeah. And so that's why, like, like you said, the communication is everything because I, 
it is very rare for me to not want it, you know? Yeah. Even if I'm super tired in the days when I do convince myself and perk myself up to do it, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm so glad, <laughs> you know, even yeah. though yeah. I was tired. Um, but, you know, it's just about healthy communication when it comes to marriage and anything. Like, you for can sure. get through anything if you have healthy communication. Mm-hmm. And that is truly one of the ways that we've made it because we've had some dark things. And, and I've seen other couples get a divorce who have gone through some of the same things that we went mm-hmm. through. But it was the, us being willing to fight and us going yeah. to sit down with someone who taught us communication skills and taking counseling sessions where we learned how to talk to each other because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you love that person. Yeah. And one thing for me is that like, I never want him to feel horrible right, about right. anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if if he did something I don't like, um, and or maybe it hurt my feelings, I want him to know, but I don't want to make him feel like crap about it. Yeah. You right. know, sometimes we can find ourselves like tearing them down or trying to make them feel bad. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it won't make me feel good that no, you feel no. horrible about no. yourself. You feel down. You feel sad. So it's like, I want to let you know in a way that's kind and respectful. Mm-hmm. Let's get it out there on the table. Let's address it. Let's see how we can fix it. And let's move on. For sure. And it is so nice that like we have these conversations and it back in the day, what would happen is we would either have a knockdown drag out depending on what it was or somebody would say something and then the entire energy would shift. Uh, It's like a different thing until either it dies down a couple days and we swept it under the rug Mm -hmm. or it finally boils over and we get into a huge fight. Where now, it's like, we'll talk about it, we'll exchange a few words, we move on and we're still in great you know, spirits Mm -hmm. or we'll sit down and talk about it and it ends up being a really long conversation and then we just like, I'm so happy we talked about this. You know, communication is everything. So that's Mm -hmm. not what we're supposed to be talking about. But I definitely (laughs) got sidetracked. No, but it was... was Definitely necessary. Um, and then I think, like, when you come to, like, um, what is it called? Like, the like the gender roles. Like, the norms of, like, what is considered, like, the normal gender role. And I know that's bending now. A lot of people mm-hmm. are trying to veer away from that. But, like, when it comes to women, um, it's like, you should be able to cook. You should be able to clean. You should be able to do all these things. Which I just feel like... Um, you know, I don't think you have to excel at any of those things. I think it's you should be able to know how to, like, right. cook yourself a meal. Because yeah. you never know when you need to eat. <laughs> but mm. um, I do think those are, like, very, you know, basic necessities to, like, just live a life. But I think there's, like, this, I think it's, like, um, over the top. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to, like, be a chef. You need to learn that how to so bake true. really well. And if you don't... And I think, like, Beyonce did it. And this was a long time ago. She was very young, so I don't know where she's at now in this. But she did an interview, and I think they were talking to her about, like, food and what she likes to eat. And she says, like, I don't know how to cook. Like, yeah. I don't know how to cook. Now, that she was very young, so I don't know where she's at now. But I'm also, like, she's a extremely wealthy, you know, multi-millionaire businesswoman who does all these things she really doesn't need to she probably doesn't really have time to cook and she really doesn't need to know how to cook when she could just pay someone to do it mm-hmm. so it's like and somebody's still gonna you judge really, her yeah, with but all the will things still judge that her. she knows yes. how to do yeah exactly i think it's like no matter what you do in life you're always gonna have someone on the opposing side that's going to look at you and it's like no matter all these things that we've accomplished in life but you still can't do that. Mm-hmm. But you still don't have that. Right. I think I mentioned on a. I don't. I think it was either early this season or last season, about um, a story that someone shared about um, their sister. I want to say that she was like a single 
black, like, I think late 20s uh, female who got, like, a, a really good degree. I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. Just really killing it in life, in her career. Great degree, you know, paid off, has a house, things like that. Really killing it. But people were on her back about, like, why aren't you married? Why don't you have kids? And she's like... <laughs> Wait, I've accomplished this much. Right. And think of the odds that are against women and being a black woman on top of that, a double minority, all the odds that are against them, and she's killing it. Yeah. But because she doesn't have this, you'll have people be like, eh, that's good, but. Where's your man and baby? And then It's you like get... they want you to have everything. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> you get worshipped, you know, sometimes if you have just a... Like, people just look at you a certain light sometimes if you're married. You know what I mean? That's, like, what oh, I was saying about yes. the expectation is, like, you know, you could have all the degrees and mm-hmm. be so intellectual and, and be so successful, but then there's the woman over there with the husband and the kids, and it's just like, oh, my gosh, she's just so amazing. You know, like, I've seen women be put <laughs> on pedestals. I have, too. Simply because they were a mom and I've wife. literally seen people, and listen, I'm not trying to shade. At all. I think it's, I think, first off, I think marriage is beautiful. I think parenthood is beautiful. So I'm not like trying to downplay those things because number one, I'm a parent and I love it. And number two, I would love to get married one day. But um, I've even heard people to the extreme of like, what a power couple. And I'm like, they literally (laughs) just got married and they're just like living normal everyday average lives like everyone else. But now that they're married, they're a power couple. They're powerful. And it's like, what are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, it's ridiculous. What are you talking about? It's crazy. And you know what? Just talking about the cooking thing and expectation. I say all the time I can't cook. Yeah. But you know what is crazy? That's literally not true. You know you what I know mean? You know how to cook food. I know how you to cook. You just are not a chef. It's That's okay. certain things that I cook really good. Yeah. Now, I can't cook you... I'm not good. It's just certain things I'm not touching, yeah. you know, because I don't... But there are certain things that I can really cook really well. Yes. And it's like, but I, I feel like, I've always felt like I can't call myself a cook because I'm not cooking Thanksgiving dinner by myself. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, yeah. what? That's so stupid. Just like, you know, the I know, because you get that. I've got, at least I have, I've gotten that question of like, can you cook? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, what can you cook? And it's like, it's almost like they probe you to see if you're telling the How truth. How do you know you can and cook? I'll, and I'll, I'll always say like, well, my family goes and gets a second plate. So obviously I cook well enough for them to eat second. Right. And, you know, I've definitely cooked big meals. I would not say I'm a chef by any means. Mm. Nor would I believe that, you know, everyone would love my cooking style. True, true. But clearly you know I i'm not I... missing no meals so obviously <laughs> right something i'm doing something right, something right. yeah man but expectations <laughs> um you know obviously there's millions i'm sure of expectations mm-hmm. for every single person um and we can only touch as much as we can touch but we would love for you guys to share like the expectations you guys have faced (laughs) or just expectations that we just haven't been able to touch on in this Mm -hmm. hour um episode um and share that in the comments on YouTube or on our social media accounts. You can DM us. You can comment on our posts there. Um, we love hearing from you guys. And we love hearing different perspectives. You know, 
we don't always know what men go through. We may not always know what other races go through. So we would love to hear from you. Um, everything is linked in the description. Mm -hmm. Again, make sure you subscribe, share, like, comment. Tell someone Ooh, about Pretty things. Yeah. <laughs> tell someone about Pretty Social Podcast. Yes. Like, tell your best friend. Tell your neighbor. Tell, tell your them coworker. and talk to us. Don't yes. be silent. Don't if be you... silent. We want to know who you are. Yeah. If you must, we do appreciate the listens. We do. But yes. we would love to know, you know, who, who listens to the show. Yes, because I'll know? be looking at like our views from YouTube and I'll look at our listeners from like all the other platforms that we have and I'm like, who are, who you, are guys? you guys? Who like, are you? Literally, we don't There's get definitely a bunch of you, but we just we only we know probably like a handful of you. And yeah. the rest of you we don't know. No so idea. say hi. Say hi. A little wave. You don't even have to say <laughs> nothing, just a little wave emoji. <laughs> yes. Alright, y'all. Right. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you again next week. Bye. Bye.